Hey there, folks. It's another beautiful Sunday morning here in Lake Tahoe, which means it's time once again to stew on this. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called Thoughts Equals Feelings Equals Words Equals Actions. Hmm. Way back in 1931, Gandhi gave a rather lengthy speech to the Parliament in England with no notes. And when someone asked one of Gandhi's inner team how he could possibly do that, the answer was, well, Gandhi doesn't need to memorize anything or have notes because what he thinks, feels, says, and does are all the same. What he thinks, feels, says, and does are all the same. My, my. When I first heard that, I thought, wow. (laughs) There's lots of times and situations when I think one thing, feel another, say a third, and do a fourth. And many times that fourth thing is to do nothing because I became so fragmented and, and weakened by not having my thoughts and feelings and words in alignment. Well, I've talked in past episodes quite often, actually, about honoring our wholeness by accepting and loving all the pieces of ourselves, about the importance of dealing with our own inner conflicts and divisions so we can love ourselves more and be brighter lights in the world, and also about how we must deal with those inner conflicts before we really have any hope of having harmony and unity and peace in the world. So I could probably talk every week about this. I could probably talk every week about some aspect of my inner battles. And a lot of them involve not having my thoughts, feelings, words, and actions in alignment. So I may do the next couple of podcasts on this subject about how we can all get at least closer to what Gandhi seemed to be able to pull off. How we can start exactly where we are and begin to align our thoughts and feelings and words and actions, those expressions of our consciousness, so we can express more of our wholeness. Because you know what, folks? Tremendous amounts of freedom and power await us on that journey. Now, let me give you some examples you might be able to relate to. This one, especially if you're in chiropractic. Have you ever gone to a seminar and gotten a glimpse of your heart's more expansive vision for chiropractic or for your practice or for yourself or your life, and you felt really excited and you felt really capable of growing and following through in those intentions, and you even may have declared those intentions in words to yourself or to others. But then you got home and maybe went to your office and everything looked the same and everybody seemed the same and all the same challenges were there and you lose some steam probably pretty quickly and then on some level you choose to not really say or do anything different because it's comfortable to keep on saying and doing the same things and going back to seminars wondering why nothing changed. Hmm, I can relate to that one. Or we get that same kind of glimpse, that same kind of expansive vision, but even before we get home, our thoughts become focused on all the, you know, the potential pitfalls 
what, what would so-and-so think? What would the staff think if I knocked down those walls and went to an open plan? What, what do I have to do to really accomplish that? What do I have to let go of? What do I have to take responsibility for? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And those thoughts just lead to feelings of overwhelm and fear, fear of failure, fear maybe even of success. And it's really hard to say and do things from our heart, from that place. But the good news is our heart always knows we are more than enough. So as we continue to learn and practice identifying with our heart more and more, as we practice and learn to access our heart more and more, and therefore to experience and to express those beautiful heart feelings of peace and love and joy more and more in our life, then those feelings we'll find will drive our thoughts in a much more empowering direction. So those thoughts no longer sabotage us. With our thoughts and feelings aligned in love, it's just much easier to speak and act with love. So for right now, when we become aware of some desire of the heart, some, some opportunity for more love in our life, some, more, some opportunity for growth in our life, maybe before we start thinking about it, before we start talking ourselves out of it, let's commit instead right now to acting and speaking as if we already have it. Hmm. For instance, when I first heard the chiropractic principle, and it seemed to fill a huge hole in my chest, I started sharing that principle with people. I started basing my choices and practice on that principle, even though my mind hadn't completely wrapped itself around the principle, and I had lots of doubts about it. But I know that by doing that, by speaking and acting based on it, I tremendously sped up the process of embodying it. So I could use it not just as the foundation for my choices and actions, but as the foundation for my life. My mentor, Sigafus, always told a story from early in his career when he was struggling. He had seen a maximum of 17 people a day to that point when a salesman came and tried to sell him an ultrasound machine. And Sig came up with the strategy to get rid of the guy of essentially lying and saying, well, I don't need that. I'm seeing 80 people a day. And the salesman said, well, you're right. You don't need this. And he left. Sig was uh, celebrating the success of his strategy, but then he started thinking about 80 people a day. And he was charging $3 a visit. This was like 1960, $240 a day. And he started immersing himself in the feelings of $240 a day of actually feeding his family, etc., the things that he'd been struggling doing. So he started essentially making believe he was adjusting 80 people a day. He was running his body through adjusting 80 people a day, even though only 17 of them actually had physical bodies. <laughs> and then he would answer, if you asked him, how many people are you seeing, Sigafus, which is a common question in chiropractic, he would say, I'm seeing 80 people a day. 
he, he says that if they had asked him how many he was actually adjusting, he would have said 17, but they didn't ask him that. So, and it was within a matter of weeks that all 80 people he were he was adjusting had physical bodies. There were actually 80 people there to adjust. And so he bumped the number up in his mind and he started act, speaking and feeling and, and thinking and acting based on higher numbers. And it wasn't long before he essentially had the biggest practice in the world. Well, this was all pretty magical, but I don't think it was magic. Sigafus was thinking 80 people a day, he was feeling 80 people a day, he was speaking 80 people a day, and he was doing 80 people a day, and there they were. And folks, you and I can do this. Whether or not we're in chiropractic, we probably don't realize how much energy and focus and effectiveness we lose by fragmenting our thoughts and feelings and words and actions. So every single step we take towards aligning them, once again, brings more freedom, brings more power, brings more effectiveness, brings more ease, brings more joy. And every single step brings us closer to living our dreams. So I ask you, where can you apply this magic formula in your life? And I will leave you to stew on that. See you next week.